0: Hello everyone, it's Monday morning, we're recording and we're back to the Incremental Health audiobook series. I hope you all had a great weekend and I hope you're pumped and buzzing ready to attack the week. Chapter 6 Jiu-Jitsu, Ego is the Enemy. For those who know me well know that I'm a lifelong martial artist. I've been doing various forms of martial arts since about the age of eight. I remember me my dad took me to the local karate club. For those of you who know St Helens, it was in the old transport club, back of the town hall. The reason why I started karate was by watching the Karate Kid, Ralph Macchio and Danielson. I was massively inspired by that. And I wanted to learn karate. So my dad found the local club with Graeme Shepherd and Alan Critzler. I practiced karate till I was about 17. And then I kind of came to a realization that and I'm not knocking karate at all. I learned a lot of discipline from it. I learned self-defense. And I learned a lot of the the morals and a lot of the ideas around discipline, around motivation that I still use today. But I found myself gravitating towards kickboxing. I felt it was more applicable to being able to look after myself, especially on a night out around St. Helens. It was more Applicable to, to being able to defend yourself. And then when I moved down to Reading. I attended a, a Muay Thai club. Thai boxing club. For several years. And then I stopped doing martial arts. Probably around for. Probably around five or six years I stopped doing martial arts. Um, we'll refer to these as the lost years. So this chapter is going to link. One body, one piece. For those who are confused, I'll I'll bring it all around in a full circle shortly, don't worry. So I swapped martial arts training for getting in the gym. I was lifting work, I was lifting weights. At my heaviest, I was probably about 16 and a half stone. I was eating a lot and I was training relatively heavy for, for my standards. It was at this point in my life that it's fair to say I probably had an inflated ego. I thought pretty highly of myself. Now, don't get me wrong, I didn't go around causing shit or treating anybody badly. I just had an inflated ego. I thought I thought very highly of myself, there's no other way really to, to put it. But give me a break, I was in my late 20s. So in my early 30s myself and a colleague, John Collins if you're listening, shout out to you. We got into watching the uh, UFC on night shifts in work. And we soon sh- signed up to the Gracie Combatives. And we used to practice some of these moves in a, in an old in an old storeroom where I used to work with mats on the floor. And then after a few months, John said that he'd he'd been training at a a real club on an evening in Basingstoke under an instructor called Kevin Hall as part of the Ipon Ipon franchise headed up by Jeff Lawson who was on one of the Incremental Games podcasts and he recommended that I, I should go down so this started my journey back into martial arts and more specifically back into Brazilian Jiu Jitsu so let me set this scene for you. I'm six foot four. I'm 16 and a half stone. And John is about 5'11, a bit lighter weight wise. So I worked with him during the lesson. And we ran through some of the techniques that that Kevin was teaching that night. And then at the end of the class, we had the opportunity to roll anyone who's not familiar, this is this is kind of sparring in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So let's just put it into perspective that my high opinion of myself, that I could handle myself, I was fit, I was athletic, that didn't last very long. So after about 20 seconds of expending energy, trying to keep John off me, I was knackered, I was gone. And I tapped out. So for those who have never grappled before, it's a different kind of fitness that's required. No amount of running, kettlebells, CrossFit, hit training, can really prepare you for what happens when you you're grappling with another real live opponent on the floor. And when you don't have any technique, strength is all you have, and it's what you rely on, and that gasses out pretty quickly. So this is how it went. I tried to wrestle John to the ground, he swept me, ended up in mount, a really dominant position. I tried to bench press him off, he controlled the mount position, and about 45 seconds later, I'm probably over-exaggerating, it was probably less than that, and I tapped, I tapped out, I quit. John managed to submit me just by controlling the position, and I gassed out. Welcome to Jiu-Jitsu, and welcome to the ego. So I'm not going to lie to you, my ego took a bit of a battering from this. Not in any serious way. I understood that any skill I had in striking martial arts gave me zero advantage on the ground. Even against a person like John, who would maybe only been training about six months. Although I was very humbled by the way he controlled and he, he managed to stay relatively relaxed through the 45 seconds it took me to tap. And I had a choice to make. And sometimes this choice happens in life and not just on the mats of a gym. My ego took a batter in. The choice was, do I use this as motivation to get better? And understand that it's exciting that I'm going to get to learn how to do that. Don't forget, I can learn what John learned. So your ego takes a battering because I've just been I've just been schooled by someone who'd been doing jujitsu for six months, but that was exciting because I can learn that too. So I've got that option, or they were just sulk and pretend that I didn't really try. I was tired. It was a full day at work. Did a twelve-hour shift and then went to jujitsu after. That. Oh, I'd not had. I wasn't hydrated, I would not had enough food to eat, two forks in the road, which way do you go? So I decided that I wanted to learn this martial art, I was excited, I was excited by the challenge, I was excited by having a white belt mentality, learning something new, and I was excited that I could get to the level that Jonga after six months. As I write this now, I've been training seven years. So from May 2013, and I currently hold a purple belt rank. This just gives some context as to how long I've been training. And every training session, a part of the ego gets tested. A lot of gyms have on the door, leave the ego outside. It's an important thing to get your head around to get better and to learn. You need to put yourself in uncomfortable situations. Now, am I talking about jujitsu or in life? Ah, there isn't a difference. Jiu-Jitsu kind of represents life on a micro scale. What happens in the gym on a greater scale happens in life also. So having a white belt mentality Like I said before, it's important to adopt a growth mindset. And I always use the analogy of being a white belt again. Everywhere in life, there are opportunities to adopt a white belt mentality. We should be embracing learning new skills. Being shit at something should inspire us and motivate us to learn how to get better, to improve on yesterday every day. That's not just... A plug for incremental gains. That's what we should be doing, striving to improve upon ourselves every day. Better who you were yesterday. We have stupid fears, fear of failure, fear of looking stupid. What about the fear that we might become fucking awesome at something? How many of us scared at actually achieving stuff? For what does achieving mean? It means change, and we have a fear of change, whether that's a, a change that is going to propel you into some kind of universe where all your your goals and your ambitions and your aspirations come true that can scare us because it means change but change for the better objective thinking for me Jiu Jitsu really emphasised the point that I made right at the beginning about the, in this audio series about dealing with problems objectively, taking the emotion out of things and problem solving. So if you start to get emotional and let the mind lose itself, you're just going to burn out. Emotion is energy and you'll end up tapping out. As in life, when the consequences are more serious, this could lead to chronic stress, depression and ultimately suicide. Chronic stress, chronic depression. Constantly dealing with negative emotions have a detrimental effect on our mental health. So when you're in a stressful situation, and it's all relative, what is stressful for you might not be stressful for somebody else. It's all relative. Just stop what you're doing. Control the breath. Control your state. We've discussed this before take the emotion out of the situation and think objectively about what is the next step what is the one thing you can do to start to to take control of the situation but also remember what is in your control and not worry about what isn't compare yourself to yourself Miyamoto Musashi one of my favourite quotes of all time Is by the famous samurai warrior. Miyamoto Musashi. In the book of five rings. He says today is a victory over yourself of yesterday. Tomorrow is victory over lesser men. Now you may spot that this is quite similar to the the mantra. For incremental gains. Improve on yesterday. Every day. Now obviously this had a massive impact on my mindset. And using Jiu Jitsu as a platform to show some of these ideas and strategies. Everyone's life is different. We do not start our Jiu-Jitsu journey or our life on an equal footing. You may not like to hear that, it may be uncomfortable, but it's true. Some people are big, some people are small, some people put on weight easily, some don't. Some start at an older age, some start younger. Some are athletic, some people want to lose weight. That's just the way it is. However, with that being said, if we constantly compare ourselves to the person stood next to us in the line of a class, we're never going to get anywhere. We're always comparing ourselves to somebody else, but we are not them. We don't have their genetics. We don't have their life. We are not them. Do not compare yourself to other people. Concentrate on your own progress and just keep turning up. And when we look at progress, one of the biggest things we see, which again makes people start to doubt themselves and lose motivation is we compare ourselves to where we want to be. But we're never going to be happy with where we want to be. Compare yourself to where you started. Where did you start that journey? So if you started at a white belt, maybe slightly overweight, not very flexible. And after about eight months, nine months, a year, you've got a few stripes on your white belt. If you start comparing yourself, why have I not got my blue belt? Why have I not got the next rank? That's going to start to demotivate you. But what about if you compare yourself to where you started and look at where you began, to how far you've come? Now that's inspiring. Comparison is the thief of joy, Theodore Roosevelt once said. And I don't think a statement has ever been so true. Comparing yourself to others is a nightmare. But we don't we're not all the same. Concentrate on your own journey, on your own life. Fear of failure. What's really interesting is you can't get better in Jiu-Jitsu without training and without turning up. That is absolute fact. You don't show up, you won't improve. And that's like life. You don't get out of bed in the morning. You don't go to work. You do not show up, you won't get results. Now, Jiu-Jitsu specific in the fact that to get better and to improve and to see results and to progress, you have to fail. You have to tap out. It's the only way to learn is to lose. How weird is that? Now, again, mimicking life. In life, we have to get things wrong. We have to embrace failure in order to ultimately succeed we have to fail, we have to tap out to grow as a person to gain knowledge and to improve it's one of those human traits that we we have a really bad relationship with failure it's always seen as negative and maybe that helped us when we was hunter-gatherers to fail maybe meant death to fail at something maybe meant you might not eat this fear of failure is something that we have to change. You see high achievers and high performance and they have a really good relationship with failure. They might not enjoy it, but they ultimately understand that it's going to be better for them in the long run. Picture this. So in Jiu-Jitsu, you roll against someone on a regular basis, so you spar with someone on a regular basis. And you always tap the other person out numerous times in a round with the same technique. So now, you, one one day, you'd like to work on a different aspect of your game and try out some new stuff, maybe the lesson that you got taught the, the week before, you want to try it out. However, the ego starts challenging you because to try this new technique, you need practice, but you're not going to be good at it first time. So now you've got to overcome the fear of getting tapped or the fear of ending up in a bad position and ultimately getting tapped out yourself. So now, because of this limiting mindset and always trying to win rather than training to get better. You never try the new move because of this fear of failure and fear of ego of someone else who maybe you regularly beat. So you never try the new position. Therefore, you never improve. You never broaden out your game. Train to get better, not to win. Again, this is a, this requires a shift in mindset. You need to ask yourself some questions. Again, this is something I've picked up from Paul Mort recently on the Unstoppable 28 program. Asking yourself great questions is so powerful. And here's another one. Are you training to win or are you training to get better? In a competition setting, yes, you want to win. You're competing, that's fine. That's what you're there for. But in the club setting, when you're training with partners and friends, what is the mentality? Is it to win? Or is it to get better and improve? What do we achieve in chasing the win constantly? Nothing. Only that the cost of failure becomes greater. And also you become stagnant in your progress if you want to if you want to improve. Now, paradoxically, if you take learning from every role and lose the distinction between what is a win and what is a loss, then you'll thrive. Now, when I replace the word Jiu-Jitsu with the word life and go back and read all them points again or listen to them points again, that was when the penny dropped for me. It might sound like a cliche that jujitsu is life, but there are lessons and strategies and formulas that we can use to tech what happens on the mats and put it into practice off the mats in our everyday life. A great conversation with Justin McKeown on one of the, the Incremental Gains podcast episodes, and he spoke about his work with businesses. It's important for businesses to define what is a win. Just like jujitsu, jitsu just like life. What is a win? Is a win for me to tap someone out or is it to learn maybe that new armbar escape? But to learn that armbar escape, the risk there is a risk that I'm going to get it wrong and I'm going to end up in a bad position and I'm going to end up tapping out. But my ego can handle that because I'm there to learn and not to win. But by getting the feedback of losing, John Kavanaugh. Win or lose, win or learn. So if I get the armbar escape wrong, the feedback that I get from that makes me be a bit, a little bit better next time. Justin McKeon talks about teams competing against each other. Understand who the competition is. expending energy one last thing before we move on it's important in jiu-jitsu to be efficient with your energy if you waste energy then you may not be able you may not be able to escape a position or it may catch up with you in the end of a round for example when someone's pushing really hard you need to protect your energy think about in life how much energy you spend getting involved in online arguments or being emotionally invested in what the latest announcement from the government is, when it doesn't really concern you, or you have no control over it? How much energy do you give to the person who cut you up, or didn't indicate? How much energy do you put into office gossip? Now ask yourself this. How much energy do you have for your kids? How much energy at the end of the day do you have for your husband or your wife? Or for your side hustle? For your income? You may be in a place of work that you're not particularly enjoying, but you need to do that job to earn an income, to earn a living. But in the background, you've got a side hustle on you. You're looking to build another business. All this requires energy. Now, if you spend all day morning, and getting involved in office gossip and online rants on Facebook, how much energy realistically do you think you're going to have when you get home to concentrate on the, the thing that's really going to Help you and your family. In life, just like in Jiu-Jitsu, it's integral to protect our energy. You want to be able to give 100% of the things that matter the most. I can't give that if I've used most of my energy on shit that I can't control or that doesn't concern me. Have a think about where you expend your energy during the day. We're not talking about exercise. We're talking about mental Energy, emotional energy. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.